0: Welcome to the podcast. I am so glad that you're here. My name is Tina, and Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray powerful prayers that will transform the lives of your children. One of the ways we do that is by offering you tools to help foster a powerful prayer life for you and for your children. I'm so excited to be able to offer you a prayer journal for your children that will get them on the road to a healthy prayer life at a young age. The Little Ones on Their Knees prayer journal is now Available. I will leave a link in the show notes. You'll be able to go and get a sneak peek of the inside and order one for your kids today. We spent all last week talking about salvation. My prayer is that you and your children have either made the choice to follow Jesus or are on your way to making that choice. If you are still processing it, I will leave a link in the show notes that will give you all the information you need about how to ask to receive Jesus' forgiveness for your sin. I asked Jesus to be my savior at a coffee house at our church when I was 18 years old. Does anybody remember those? Then I made the biggest mistake of my Christian life. I didn't follow Jesus. All too often, after making the choice of salvation, we don't know what the next step is. When we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, our next step is understanding exactly what it means for Jesus to be Lord of our lives. Basically, it means that he's the boss. Have you seen the bumper stickers that say Jesus is my co-pilot? I'm here to tell you that if Jesus is your co-pilot, You have Jesus sitting in the wrong seat. He must be in the driver's seat. That is what it means for him to be Lord. When we make someone Lord, we are yielding our will to theirs it's a choice. When I received Jesus as my Savior, I took Jesus for a ride as my co-pilot everywhere I went. Truth be told, he was probably in the backseat, and I didn't even realize he was in the car. I did this for 13 years after I asked Jesus to come into my life, and consequently, I paved a path of destruction in my life that me and my children live the consequences of to this very day. I want to share with you a few verses from the Bible and what they say about Jesus being Lord. At the end of the podcast, I will give you five ways you can step up your spiritual parenting this week. I want to start out with a focus on what Luke six forty six says. Jesus asks, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? This is a question we must ask ourselves if we claim to be a follower of Jesus. I honestly believe this is part of the reason most Christians live defeated lives. Can you relate to this? If so, here's the good news. God is a God of second chances, and he has beautifully redeemed every poor choice and consequence for the glory of his kingdom. But it took fully and completely bowing my knee to him as Lord of my life and following him daily. And that's the key. It's a daily choice. It's not a one and done decision at the time of salvation. The second Bible verses I want to look at is Philippians 2, 9. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. God elevated Jesus to the place of highest honor, seated at his right hand in heaven. Whether we ever declare him Lord of our lives or not, he is and he always will be Lord. We can make him Lord of our lives today, or we can sit and wait, but one thing is sure to come, we will someday bow and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I want to encourage you to do this today, and don't wait. When it comes to our children, they can understand the concept of lordship around the ages of 10 and 11. Before then, they aren't cognitively developed enough, so don't get discouraged if your child received Jesus at a young age and aren't understanding what it looks like to submit their will to his. This is a journey and a process for them, just like it is for us. The third Bible verse is Luke two eleven. It says this, the Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in the Bethlehem, the city of David. Walking with Jesus as Lord of our lives is a daily choice and a complete game changer in our lives. Every day, we must submit ourselves to his authority in our lives and choose to follow him for that day. As we make that choice and pray and read his word and walk in obedience to him, our lives will begin to line up with his will for us. This is how a victorious life in Christ is lived out. The lordship of Christ in your life is a game changer because when the lordship of Jesus is settled in our lives, all other issues are settled. Here's the fourth verse I want to share with you today, Romans 10, 9. It says, If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Not allowing Jesus to be the Lord of your life every day comes with consequences. The consequences of my choices still live with me and my children. We are all making choices today and are planting seeds that we will reap in another season of our lives. They are either seeds that will reap a harvest of righteousness or seeds that will reap a harvest of destruction. Do not be deceived into believing that there will be no consequences. When we believe there are no consequences to disobedience, we have fallen for one of the oldest lies of the enemy. This is a lie we don't want our kids to be duped by either. The next verse I want to share with you is Romans 14.9. It says, Christ died and rose again for this very purpose, to be the Lord both of the living and of the dead. Death is a scary thing, whether it's us or those we love. It's not something we like to think about, but knowing that Jesus Christ is the Lord of the living and the dead is what makes it difference for the person who knows Jesus as Lord. And the longer we walk with Jesus as our Lord, the more hope we have as we get older. Lordship provides us with trust and hope in the one we follow daily. Let's face it, my trusted friends are the ones I know most intimately. It's the same with Jesus. Seeking him every day in his ways and his direction for our life is where we will find hope and peace. Seeking him in the good times is what will get us through the hard times. The more we teach our children to seek fellowship with him, the deeper their relationship with him becomes and the greater the hope they have in him. I think most of you would agree that we're living in what is the signs of the end times, and Jesus is going to be coming back. Revelation seventeen fourteen is what I want to share with you as we wrap up today. It says, together they will go to war against the Lamb, but the Lamb will defeat them because he is Lord of all lords and King of all kings, and his called and chosen and faithful ones will be with him. Not thinking about the end times does not make them less likely to happen. They are coming and there's nothing you nor I can do about it except be busy making disciples of all nations. Satan is a defeated foe. Jesus also defeats the enemy in our lives today. He is Lord of all, and that means the schemes, plans, and purposes of the enemy in our lives as well. When we appropriate his lordship in our lives and understand the power and authority we have through him, we can live victoriously in this present life and the life to come. Submitting to the lordship of Jesus is spiritual warfare. Our children need to understand this concept of spiritual warfare and that it begins when they surrender their will to the will of God in their lives. Here are your five tips to help you step up your spiritual parenting this week. Number one, talk to your children about how you choose to allow Jesus to be the Lord of your life and the difference it made. Number two, if you have children who have received Jesus as their Savior at a young age, be aware that it isn't until they are 10 or 11 that they will cognitively be ready to understand Jesus as Lord. If your children are over the age of 10, this is the time when you want to begin coaching them in surrendering their will to the will of God. Number three, talk to your kids about how seeds are sown in one season but they don't grow into harvest until another season. Then connect the dots with the seeds of sin. Number four, the more we teach our children to seek fellowship with God, the deeper their relationship with him becomes and the greater the hope they have in him. Ask your children if there's something they need direction in, then pray with them for God to give them that direction. And number five, teach your children the reality of spiritual warfare and how to fight in the spiritual realm let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for my friend. Lord, as we come before you, may we truly be followers of yours, which means that you're the boss, that you're the Lord of our lives. Lord, may we put that stake in the ground that though you slay me, yet will I trust you no matter what. I'm following you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.